Let me start off by asking you a variety of questions. Have you ever wanted to truly get something off your chest as a gig worker and let the public hear it? Have you ever had so much to say about this kind of topic, but no one to truly understand it? Have you ever had so many open-ended questions that you wanted some answers or feedback to, but never could find somebody that could listen and give that feedback? If you answered yes to all three of these questions, this podcast, my friend, it's for you. Now, let me introduce myself. My name is Ash. I'm a mom. I'm a content creator. I'm 31 years old, and I'm born and raised in Montreal, Quebec. I am the owner and the creator of my YouTube channel, Dash with Dash in Canada. And now, I am the creator and host of this podcast, The Dash with Ash. When I originally started my YouTube channel, I started it doing ride-along videos, which means I was taking my viewers along with me to show them inside the restaurants and doing these deliveries. Quickly though, I did change my focus to realizing that there was a lot more help that needed to be done in this gig economy. I started making tutorial videos, how-to videos, tip videos, and definitely some ranting and, let's put it this way, some negative videos to show the truth about these companies. But regardless, my willpower was always to teach and to always to help. And I realized that I don't just have to limit myself to doing YouTube videos. But the audio format of podcasts nowadays brings so much strength to the gig economy that I want to help by bringing it forward. Now, let's be honest, this would not be an introduction podcast if I didn't properly introduce myself and how I even got involved in the gig economy. So unlike this beautiful melody playing from this classical song right now, my introduction to the gig economy, or at least to Uber Eats, was not so classical. So why don't I go and fade out this music right about now? If you've ever worked for a company that's been in the middle of negotiations, you know exactly where I'm going to go with this. Back in December of 2021 is when I started my journey with Uber Eats. But the only reason why I did is because of the fact that the company that I worked for for over seven years, Talus, was currently under negotiations on their new term and a new contract. And the conversation about a strike was quickly approaching. And myself, being a homeowner and a mom, even though I have a partner that helps pay the bills, unfortunately speaking, if I'm not set up, we're all set up for disaster in this household. Now, being an Anglophone in Quebec, it's sometimes really, really hard to get by. I do speak French, but I'm not fully bilingual, and even the French I do speak, I question. So, because of this, my partner, she turned around to me and she said, why don't you be an Uber Eats delivery driver? Now, as you get to know me, you will understand that I suffer, like many others, from anxiety. And my anxiety was high on the fact of even thinking about doing that, even though it's a really easy job. But I buckled down. And I ended up applying for Uber Eats after looking up numerous YouTube videos. And then I started my very first Uber Eats delivery that same month by accepting a non-tip $3 order. To my lovelies that already want to come after me for taking a non-tip order, I know, I know, 
no tip, no trip. But have a little understanding, it was my first order and I needed to get it out the way. Soon after that, I signed up for DoorDash and then followed by Instacart. And at last, I signed up with Skip the Dishes. So this just made me, in general terms, a gig worker because I'm not just working as an Uber Eats independent contractor. I'm now doing gig jobs for all four of these companies. Instacart was a little bit different because it's grocery deliveries, but nonetheless, it was something that I could do. Once I started getting comfortable within my first month of doing food deliveries, I then started doing YouTube videos. YouTube videos with my face in the camera, that's brand new to me. But editing YouTube videos, making content, that's not new to me. I've been making YouTube videos or at least editing YouTube videos since I was 17 with the same basic editor that I do today. And I decided that I just wanted to document my journey. So I started making those ride along videos. In between being a mom, working full time, making YouTube videos, I was still having the negotiations going on with TELUS. Long and behold, what ended up happening is in August of 2022, the negotiations were still ongoing, but I was burnt out and already on a personal leave from my job. I had a lot of dynamics going on in my life that I could no longer handle and work full-time in the company. And it was unrelated to anything else involving YouTube or gig work. It was completely personal business. However, Taos decided to close my department. They offered me a place to stay, but the conditions of the place to stay were a lot less than what I felt I should have been granted as somebody that worked for that company for seven and a half years. Now, I didn't leave on salty terms. Taoist did offer me a buyout package. I took the package and I left. And ever since then, I've been doing part-time YouTube and part-time gig work and making them all work. People have asked me, why have you not gone back to an employer? Why have you not gotten an actual another job that involves benefits and structured pay? And that is because I've seen the benefits of being a gig worker, the benefits of being a content creator, the benefits of being self-employed. Five months after starting my YouTube channel, I got monetized and it was chump change. I'll be honest. But after time, that chump change turns to dollars and those dollars significantly do help you out. As an independent contractor, I choose my own schedule. And as a mom, that is the best feeling in the world. I can remember the days when I was working at Talis, sitting down at my desk, the exact same glass desk that I'm sitting at right now. And yes, I chose a glass desk. And I would be on a race of time to go get my son from daycare. My schedule back during the pandemic was a consistent 11 to 7. And I had Sunday Mondays off. But... With the time that the daycare was closing, it was always 4.30. You picked your battles when it came to the pandemic, and that's the daycare that I had. But nonetheless, I loved the owner, and she was fantastic with my son. That's not the point. The point is, at 4 o'clock, I would have to go on my lunch break. And I would have to race to the daycare within those 30 minutes of time, grab my son, 
could you imagine in wintertime with the amount of snow? Because I live in Montreal. You know there's snow in Montreal. But then I got to race home. Do you know how many minutes I had left to myself for lunch? Which means eating, washroom break, whatever I had to do in between. I was lucky if I had six minutes to myself. Why the hell would I want to put myself back into six minutes of lunch? I didn't. I didn't want to do that anymore. I could not stand the idea of dinner time anymore. Dinner time went around my last break. And my last break scheduled by the company was 5.45. So my partner would make food and I would come upstairs. And depending on if I was stuck on a call, depending if dinner was ready, it would either be dinner was cold or they were finished eating. I was miserable. I was a first time mom, still am a first time mom. I only have one child so far, but I couldn't enjoy being with my child. And some people would say that you're too busy complaining about what you don't have because they don't have this or that. I understand that we're all in different predicaments, but I'm speaking about what I went through and that's the power of my podcast because I can do that. And if I want to express that it was a miserable time for me and now I got the schedule that I want because I choose it, I will damn well talk about it because now I have the freedom to never miss a dinner if I don't want to. Now I have the freedom to have a 30 minute proper lunch if I want to. These things I never had before is what gig work has gained with me. But through these series of podcasts that I'm going to be bringing forward to you, we're going to talk about the struggles. We're going to talk about the truth. We're not just always going to talk about the negative, but I want to be able to express what a lot of us want to be able to express. And sometimes being in front of the camera, you can't do that. But right now I'm just sitting here at my desk, looking at the gauge, the meter for my audio, and I'm talking free format and it feels good. And I want to bring that forward to you, lovelies. So if you care to join me on a weekly basis, I promise we're going to bring through a podcast that's going to shake and change the gig economy and make things last. Next week on the Dash with Ash, we're going to be talking about settling for less. Stay tuned next week, my lovelies, and we're going to talk about it then.